Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better, pancakes or French toast. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Today's episode is a special episode. A while back, uh, I released episode 110. We did a flashback episode where we gave you Little Monsters back from season three. That's where myself, Chelsea, and Max talked about one of the greatest movies uh, for, of our childhood, Little Monsters. And in this special episode, before we start, of course, this is Santos. And as always, I am joined by Freddie Morales. How's everyone doing? Yes. And in this episode, we have a special guest who's going to be telling us all about Little Monsters. That's right, yes. ladies and gentlemen. He is here with us today. So, sir, please introduce yourself. Uh, Steve Head. I was a set production assistant on the film. Yeah, that's right. And we have questions in store for him. If you've been watching his Instagram page, he's been posting a lot of stuff. But now it's time for us to ask him all these things that, you know, well, you've been seeing things we've seen. We watched the movie, so we have questions for him. So let's get going. Uh, I wouldn't know where to begin. But you know what? I got to start because um, uh, yesterday I looked up your podcast and I saw the other episode. So I listened to it this morning and I, and okay. I wrote down some stuff. Um, that answered some of the questions that you guys had in that. Uh, in oh, that okay. Episode. In the monsters, in the monster squad. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, little monsters episode. All yeah. right on. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause um, <laughs> like I do have, cause see, there's the original post that I posted that was for season three. And then I did it as like a best of episode as we were doing season, starting season five and getting everything going. So that's, I, I you know, that's when I reposted the episode. Cause that was, one of our favorite episodes for this podcast. Um, and it's it's one of those well-beloved, like it's a beloved movie, especially, like I said, for my generation. I don't know how many times I saw this movie growing up. So it's like, I had to put it out there. Like, I'm like, you know what I want? It's like, sometimes people don't jump back or they'll start at the beginning and for them to get there. So I'm like, I want people to check this episode out now. And that's why I put it out there. So you know, but yeah, like we, there is questions in this movie. Like as much as I love it, there's certain things that stand out. And I loved in your comment where you mentioned that there's 
there's actually an explanation because there is deleted scenes. So oh yeah, there's there's many. Also, I got I got to thinking when I said thanks. Really, I mean, I I was low man on the totem pole. I don't want to give you guys the wrong idea. I'm like set production assistant. I'm like I I'm just there to do whatever anybody told mm -hmm. me to do. Yeah, and uh, so you know, I'm like one of a hundred people <laughs> that was like working on it. And then when the movie came out and, and uh, it was sort of like quickly forgotten or never even seen, I was like, okay, well, that was an experience. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, it, I, I feel like it had a massive life on video. Like it became yeah. like a cult film because yeah. everybody I knew at that time in my age loved this movie, saw this movie. So it was oh, one awesome. of those like big films for us. And like, you know, but what you've been posting, because lately, like, I mean, what would what's for those, you know, that want that <laughs> reference? What's your Instagram handle? That it's people... uh, Instagram.com slash cinema nitrate. All one word. Cinema nitrate. So, I mean, obviously and I, and I, I'll be tagging oh, it, ahead, but yeah, sorry. you got all those posts, you know? I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little worried that like my friends that have followed me for, for years, all of a sudden I'm posting all this little monsters crap and I just hope they don't get sick of it. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I try to, I, like I've posted stuff in the past and, and things from other movies, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very conscious of like, I don't want to like just be all this little monsters stuff, but now is a good time. Well, well, exactly. The, the Blu-ray coming out. Yeah, the, see that or, that's or, what's often about uh, uh, what's great about this because like on the special features like like for the new special features it it doesn't list more like it would be great to have that look back mm -hmm. but I was looking at it where it doesn't have an actual commentary by all the current stars right now yeah. and stuff like that. So but one thing that's awesome is that from your posts and I'm seeing like comments and like people are enjoying this they're like holy crap like i've never known yeah, it's, this it's it's great to hear i always thought it was just really you know forgotten very minor very uh you know i i didn't th i never thought it would be like some kind of a culty thing but um there there are definitely some fans that have gone out of their way to um you know email me things and yeah. ask me information I mean, it's, it's sort of like, I, I think like around 2014, uh, I had some followers or friends on Facebook start emailing me, emailing me stuff. Yeah. Even, even though we had had a, there was a little monsters board uh, around 2004, 2005 that uh, Jared Gahan mentions it in his audio commentary. And I tried to, um, you know, reference my notes and, and, put stuff out there like character names that were actually character names, you know, that the kids had names and, uh, you know, sort, sort of like star Wars, you know, has that a whole extended universe, but you yeah. never knew who these characters were until you kind of went into the documents or whatever, you know, the shows or extra information. So like parts. all these little side monsters yeah. have names, like they, they actually do. have characters. Um, oh, okay. Most, most of them have names. Some of them we, uh, uh, well, part of my job was I, I would take the kids from the holding room yeah. uh, at the cement factory when, when we were filming with a lot of monsters uh, to the sets. And we had different sets inside the cement factory. Yeah. And um, me and Penny Pridemore and uh, Har Harry Bring was my boss. He was the second assistant. Randall Badger, okay. the first assistant. So as soon as they get to the set, um, 
Well, you know, kind of on the way, we'd, we'd, we'd talk to the kids. We'd say, you know, like, where the hell did you come from? What's your name? Uh, what kind of backstory did you come up? And some of the characters had, you know, names that yeah. were in, in the documents. And I, I have a box of stuff over here with call sheets and photos and stuff. Oh, that's freaking cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there were some, there were some uh, definite names and some, yeah. some backstories that the kids came up which, with, with, which I thought were fantastic. And so we're like, good, we'll go with this. <laughs> there was this little kid. Uh, I was, I was, uh, um, uh, he, he was on the set one day and I was in charge of, you know, what he had to do and stuff. And he had, he had this helmet. I don't know if you guys notice it, but it is directly out of Alien. It is like the exact same helmet out of Alien. I don't know if it's like a, where they got the prop or anything. Yeah. But I remember this little kid and we just come up with names to call them on set. So he was spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a scene in the, when we're filming in the pinball room, uh, we just like the game room. Yeah. The, and, the game uh, room. I think Fred's just around with them behind the scenes, like knocking on his shield. I don't know if you can see him in the, in the final film, but I, you know, it's, it's like one of many characters. So, cause like on IMDb, they're listed as little monster. Like that's it. Right. It's just little they all, monster. They all have specific names, and they weren't included in the uh, uh, in the credits to the film. I mean, I could go down the names and stuff, but I'll probably post them to Instagram. So, so like the one. Remember, there's one where like yeah. there's this has he has like long legs, and they walk under him. Uh, yeah, long legs. Um, checking my list here. Sorry for. Okay, so what we did was um, I should probably preface it by saying so mark van cannon and um uh did the casting in wilmington so we cast a whole bunch of local kids and they get they'd give me a list of um the kids uh that i had to keep and i still have the list yeah <laughs> wow you still have yeah. the list of the kids the uh, list yeah. of the kids frank jeffries was the guy who was there sort of like the monster coordinator in the in the holding room yeah um so we tried not to go in there too much because that's like, you know, they were doing like school and stuff like that. But, but once outside the holding room, that's where I would take them to the set. And then we direct the atmosphere on the set. Long legs, John Garrison, local kid. There's a one, one thing I would like to mention though, is um, I've had people ask me about the monster ball scene. Yeah. And, uh, and the picture in the monster ball scene. Um, that's a girl. I that's a, that's a girl. Yeah, they keep. It's like a dog, right? It's kind of like a dog. Yeah, monster. in fact, uh, her name is Dog Ears. Dog and, Ears, uh, and she was played by uh, Elise Schillmuller. Oh yeah, and, see, uh, she's listed as Little Monster right here. I'm clicking her. Right, but her actual name in the in the documents yeah, is Elise uh, Dog Ears. And dog I remember ears. thinking, I don't know if this is like wasn't anything of, you know, it, it was sort of like a a veiled reference to. Um, Bad News Bears, Amanda Wurlitzer. And I and I, oh, really? I think, you know, I remember thinking cool. at the time, oh, yeah, it's like a bear character. But, you know, her name is Dog Ears, so probably not yeah. a bear. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's, in that part, okay, I, I have a question about this. The the, sure. the Dog Ears, she, she's pitching to the little monsters. At one point, you see a little, um, what is it, Fred? No, not Fred. Uh, uh, ben Savage. Ben yeah. Savage. Yeah, we, uh, he... we had him made up as a monster that day. But it looks like you guys made him up to like a little mini Maurice. Exactly. Okay, so he was exactly. supposed to be. That, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> in fact, in fact, the horns that he's wearing are actually Maurice's horns. Really? Yeah. That's and, cool. Uh, okay, the makeup, I the makeup guys. Um. Uh. You know, 
stuck them on his head and they had a whole bunch of the makeup player uh trailer and they're different you know separate uh, appliances and it's just you know yeah. uh super glue that's freaking you know, cool <laughs> right, to wow. his, right to his wig wow. and uh yeah because many times with maurice we'd um after filming you just grab a horn and pull it off you know yeah that is cool see because <laughs> so I, I remember like on the last shot we did with howie yeah that's literally what we did we, uh a couple of people just pulled on his horns and, and that was it. No more horns. Anyway, yeah, that's him. Um, he is referred to, uh, he, he didn't have a name, but on the set, producer um, uh, Jeff uh, Mueller, yeah. I recall, called him Slugger. So that's just basically the only thing that I ever, I, I can, if I recall hearing that particular uh, day. But that's cool. That, and, I like and Jeff that. did uh, Jeff did the pitching too. So when Ben's hitting in that scene, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Jeff Mueller next to the camera. So since this this movie was filmed in '88, and, yeah. and the Wonder Years was also enlisted as '88, that was um, did yeah. already Daniel Stern and Fred Savage know each other because of the Wonder Years, or was this right before um, oh, the yeah. Wonder Years? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't have too much onset experience with Daniel Stern because uh, his scenes were filmed in the first week of August. Oh, okay. I mean, he did, he did come back. He was, you know, he had scenes, I think that were scheduled all the way into the beginning of September. Yeah. But uh, I didn't actually start working on the set until like August 8th, somewhere between the 8th and the 14th. And so I, you know, I, I didn't have much uh, experience, uh, you know, production assisting with him, but yeah, yeah, you know, friends. And then those, those photos. I did do another movie with Daniel Stern, though, briefly, uh, Rookie of the Year. Yes, Rookie of the Year, in which yeah, I, I was... will, I, I do want to like later on towards the end, uh, uh, ask questions, if, if any, mm -hmm. if, if that would be all right about Rookie of the Year. Yeah, uh, just sure. some quick oh, questions. Just, I, I didn't work the whole film. I just did a week and a half, uh, and I also played a Montreal Expo. Yeah, see, because you've been posting, like I said, Amal, you guys got it. I'll I'll tag it for you who's listening, but you have been posting pictures. Um, and there's one where it looks like because that's you in the in the shots, right? Like the right. These, oh yeah, well that's me. Yeah. Okay, that's you. See, so so you yeah. actually got to spend time like with Fred Savage. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the way the way it worked as far as the production assistance on the film went. Um, there was me and uh, Penny Pridemore, who was uh, my coworker, and uh, we reported to Harry Bring, who was the second assistant. And, and Penny was, you know, we sort we sort of things were sort of sectioned that like, um, you know, she had been working there before me. She was more in charge of taking, you know, taking care of stuff with Fred. But every, yeah. every now and then, I would. Uh, I was more uh, doing second team, which were the uh, extras and the photo doubles. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which is kind of amusing because I can look at the film and I can, and I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not that guy. It's this, you know, it's this guy, it's this kid, you know, the photo doubles. That's, that's, that's what I think, I, you know, when I'm watching the movie. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, you know, um, can I ask yeah, we question? did, we did hang out a lot, you know, it was, how was he created baseball cards? How was he as, I mean, he was becoming a star. Was he cool off camera? Was he chill? Oh, was he, yeah. yeah? Is it? Well, I remember one time at the cement factory during lunch, um, his mom or his, I, I don't want to say a babysitter, but she, he had like, there was like a nanny 
Right. Uh, yeah. Very nice girl. And they brought in a box of stuff for him to autograph. And one of them was a baseball. And I'm like, and Fred autographed the baseball. And I'm like, you're oh talking about your fans. He's like, oh, yeah, I have thousands of fans. I'm like, okay. Wow. Wow. He's like, baseball here. Baseball See, I mean, I, I grew up watching him too. I mean, I was 18, 19 going into, I mean, what a great year too. I mean, 88, 89. I mean, the atmosphere for you working that time. What an exciting era too. I mean, mm. I was a kid. I was an MTV kid, so I grew up exposed to all of that stuff that today wow. everyone is no, you know, that we want to relive it. And then I tell them my stories. I was there. Yeah. I was there at the Rose Bowl for Depeche Mode. You know, I was there oh, when this movie came out. I was there when my dad took us to the Men's Chinese Theater and there was a long line to see Star Wars. You know, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, movies like this uh, where I see, you know, and still these actors are still acting today. Why? Because they're, you know, they're good actors. I mean, yeah. Fred Savage, as a kid, I mean, he's, to me, he was like, just the cool kid, you know, he was like, yeah, the bullies. And I kind of could relate to kind of his, his, uh, you know, his, uh, the way he was in school trying to flirt with girls and all that. And, yeah. and, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just watching this movie just took me back to, to that. Yeah, era. It's, 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 that's cool. That's cool. You know, um, I, I will say though, that, uh, you know, in working on a movie, once it's over, everybody just goes their separate ways. Right. And, yeah. You know, I suppose some people keep in touch, but, I moved to Chicago and was working on stuff there. I mean, I'm from Chicago. I just went moved back. Oh, nice. I just went down for the movie. Okay. And, okay. and then I came back again a year or two later for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's cool. Man. And, I know. Um, it, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I like I, I haven't spoken with Fred since uh, we were on the set. So I, I am of no, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't really know what's going on. Because yeah, for you, it's like you're hired for a project, you're done, yeah. and boom, you move on to the next one. You know, yeah, like that you... was that was hard for me to deal with at the time. I mean, because Little Monsters was a real physical effort. You know, it was six days a week, sixteen hours a day, and and what I learned with you know, I was I was this is what I was I was just learning stuff, and you know, you put your life on hold totally. You yeah, just like got to totally oh, yeah. commit to it. You, you totally know? devote devote your entire life to yeah. a project. And that's why the movie becomes part of it. And I worked in films for 10 years doing subtitles. I was at the end, you know, wow. it's like, all right, here's the film. Here's, And I totally definitely understand how you feel working in a project that's, you know, everybody leaves. People think, hey, you still friends with them? No, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen weird. them in 30 years. It's weird. <laughs> it's same thing, with the, it's it's same thing with the music biz. You see everybody and then like, with this pandemic, I haven't seen anybody. We don't, you know, I, I don't keep in touch with them, but once we go yeah. back on stage, we'll see everybody together. But wow, yeah. it's, it's, you know, periodically that's happened, but how about you know, Howie? It's really rare. How, how about Mr. Howie Mandel? Did well, you get a chance to, though, I'm sorry? Did you get a chance to really kind of work oh, with him around? Um, well, you know, I mean, we talked on the set a few times, right? but it's also my job not to talk. Right, right, I'm exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm there to, to no, do what I'm... Yeah, but totally, but kind of get the sense, yeah. but kind of get the sense of like, you know, you know, did you get any like stardom or, I mean, you're like, wow, I'm working with this. No, Howie is, was the nicest guy. I mean, he, he really was. Really? I think I was more nervous, like right. approaching him when I, when I had to talk to him, because we, we had some stuff for, 
you know, the camera crew's way on the other side. There's sort of this abyss that's right. in the cement factory. And uh, <laughs> so the director would be on the other side and, and they'd, they'd do it through the production assistants. So the direction would be coming through my radio and then I'd relay it to Howie. Mm, and, uh, you know, so it, so it was very work-related. But I do remember one time we were, we were joking around on, uh, on the set. It was sort of like, it's, it's just after they float down and uh, he and Fred are, I thought it was a terrific tracking shot. The camera kind of follows them. Yeah. The uh, supports go in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. The camera's really on the far side of the uh, cement factory, and they're using this uh, zoom lens, so it makes it look kind of maybe not so far. But I remember <laughs> before one of the shots, shots talking with Howie about who's who's friends and how you choose friends and you can't pick your friend's nose. And Howie yeah. says, yeah, you can. You can pick your friend's nose. So, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about with all the germaphobe stuff that that was new to me, but his acting. I love how like manic he is in this film. Well, yeah, that's actually the word I was going to use and use. And that was something they didn't. I mean, I doubled for him once. Um, wow. And, and it wasn't about like, you know, it was a running scene. It wasn't about like being like manic or stuff, but that's kind of what, you know, he, he was jumpy jittery. Yeah. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of energy hey, like that. Yeah, come on, let's Hyper. go, dude. He's like, need him, got him, need him, got him, got him, need him. <laughs> yeah. he, he's great. He's, he's well, great in the What film. I remember from that is uh, when they were striking the set, I think the kids wanted the baseball cards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then like a day or two later, we're on the um, Fred's room in the in the stories in the attic, but the attic mm -hmm. set is just built right next to the uh, Brian's bedroom set. And yeah. There were times, you know, we'd be trading baseball cards. You know, I don't know if wow. some of them were amongst it, but right. I think I've still got a Kirby Puckett rookie that I traded. Cool. And, At a time um, when cards were still uh, something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, they the kids would bring, you know, they had the stack of baseball cards and I, yeah, I, man. I was into them. I had a book. I'd bring it in, you know. Yeah. At that time, my brother was all obsessed with baseball cards. You know, we'd go to the comic shows where they would be old baseball players there signing away cards and stuff. It just sucks that all that like disappeared when it came to the card collecting because it seems like <laughs> they went <laughs> worthless. The market bottomed out. Yeah. Dropped them. Out. <laughs> <laughs> they just completely disappeared. So it's like yeah. kids today will never understand that about baseball cards the way it was back when. But that's brother. cool that you got to keep it um, with yeah. like the shooting yeah, script with the shoot. Cause like, I know the script, like, cause you mentioned there were stuff filmed. So like, I'm wondering if there's certain, like are there certain questions I have and I'm wondering if, you know, cause you said like things are answered um, that you have right. answers for them in the sense of, because some things were deleted. So like, maybe you can help us understand certain things about the actual plot or maybe it's explained, but they just sure. didn't decide to. Um, one thing that really sticks it. with me is um, how he just doesn't show up with a flamethrower. The, th the flamethrower was established earlier in the movie. Oh, really? As we filmed a scene with um, three monsters who um, arrive at the uh, the dining room set, you know, they, with all the hamburgers and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, there were some lines that were cut um, where Fred says, well, this is just a mess. How do you guys clean up? You know, and how he says, we're monsters. We don't clean up. And so then it goes to these three monsters who uh, have flamethrowers and the yeah. center monster just burns the place, torches it. Oh. And so we filmed that and it was a whole, at least half a day or more yeah. of setting up 
And uh, we had a fire engine come out to the cement factory just in case, waiting outside the doors. Uh, the special effects guys were really, uh, you know, they were really jazzed to do it. I remember Will, <laughs> one of the effects assistants says, he says to me as he's walking out, he says, this is what I live for. This is why I do what That's I do. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, when you, when you, uh, you know, get the flamethrower going and just torch the place. It's not in the movie. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Wow. It, yeah. it, it, it just sucks that you, that, you know, that, I mean, it, it seems like it happens a lot in movies where you put all this effort into something and then in the end, it's just not even in the final cut. Yeah. You know, I was, I was looking at some of the, the call sheets and stuff yesterday and yeah, we had all, you know, three flamethrowers, the equipment, um, you know, it's all there in the, in the notes and stuff. And we all, I think when they shot that scene, I think a lot of us did want to see the place get torched. So yeah. I remember watching it from sort of far away, as far away, I think, as we were allowed to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously um, none of the actual kids were there except for the three kids that we did film with the flamethrowers. And mm -hmm. the only person I think who can explain why that was deleted is, um, you know, uh, Patrick McMahon, the editor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Andy Lick. Patrick's on Facebook. Um, oh. <laughs> he, uh, he would know. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, it's uh, just, it, it's crazy. Cause, cause when that stuff happens, it sometimes leaves like, you know, a little bit of a plot hole where you're wondering like, how did that? Cause yeah, he just yeah. randomly like shows up at the bottom of the, as they're fighting the boy the he's there, there he is. There's Maurice in the bottom of yeah. the stairs with the flamethrower out of nowhere. Like, where do you get that? You know, but yeah, it's explained. Yeah. Um, the, like, what the about other the major? Horns? Oh, go ahead. I'm talking oh, no. over you. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I was just going to ask about his horns. Like, why mm -hmm. is it that when he finds out it's 6 a.m. and like the thing opens out of nowhere, he grows oh. horns? Um, well, the way I think we sort of had it working was, and this is the way I believed it to work with the Monsters Underworld. I don't know. Ted, I mean, the screenwriters are the, really the ones to, you know, that would have the answers to that question. But the way I saw it is you have, um, kids who uh, stay down there for too long and they become monsters. Yeah. But, but it's a slow process as you see what's happening with Brian in the movie where he, um, Disap you know, his clothes become longer. Uh, he, he sort of disappears. In fact, we had atmosphere. We had kid monsters who were just listed that day as kids in oversized clothes. So I don't know if you see them walking around in the background. There's just, there, you know, there's kids with, you know, makeup, but there's kids with, you know, atmosphere with just with oversized clothes. So what I would say is, or what I thought, okay, well, this is a kid who is new to the underworld, right? Yeah. But then uh, I was looking at my other uh, script notes and stuff like that. And uh, I had one note um, in the script that uh, said that Howie was probably 200 years old. Maurice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It did say, uh, the note did say 200. I mean, who knows? He, he, the idea being that he's been down there for an incredibly long time. And as long as you're in the underworld, you continue to, uh, to change. Yeah. So, and, and you continue to, I, I guess my belief is um, on this is you grow older. So at one time he did look more like a kid in the underworld, but he's just been down there for so long that he's still, you know, I don't think it's, Cause he does. I mean, you're not living forever, but I suppose, but you yeah. just grow older. And that explained uh, Boy, which um, perhaps Boy is the uh, oldest of the monsters. I, I don't this, you know, we talked about crap like this. Um, <laughs> and he'd been down there so long that he just like changed into a, a reptile, you know, so old. And Snick too, 
you know, just these, so these that's, are, that's which why. is probably also explains a sort of seniority that they have and why boy has so much influence because he's always been there. You know? Well, let, let's talk about boy because in, in my old episode, we, we don't know exactly what his purpose is. Like why, why does he want, you know, um, was it Brian? Why does he want him there? Cause there's a part where Snake says to Maurice, he's like, we almost had him. We had him. And then boy wants to play with him. Uh, like, why is everybody afraid of the boy necessarily? Um, well, like specifically, I, I don't have a specific, uh, you know, piece of like a document or a script or something mm-hmm. that says about that. But my thinking on that was it's really creepy. Uh, boy, wanted to uh i this there's there's no documentation for this but i think what he wanted to do was have brian's face because what he did was he had had taken another kid's face and stretched it over his face to use so he inhibits that's what i was wondering too like why does he have a uh, human face (laughs) so this is um (laughs) i don't know i mean that's some dark stuff there. Some, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Damn, it totally very, got very dark. dark there. Well, that's why I was hesitant <laughs> to um, to mention it. No, but, um, this is what we're talking about. That, uh, the light. Yeah, and it's it's just like I said, was saying with the other monsters stuff. It's um, it's just stuff you know we were talking about. Like, what is boys' deal? You know, and it's it's kind of that. Like, I'm even, I'm hesitant to say it, but I think it comes down to. Uh, he wasn't really going to be his friend. He was going to uh, somehow uh, use his face. Creepy. Yeah. See, because I, like I, 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 feel, believe... I feel even weird just saying that. So it's just <laughs> freaking creepy. Because I believe but... the boy was like, like kind of in that like Michael Jackson mentality where he always wants to stay young. Like mm-hmm. that was the thing. That's why he's dressing as a schoolboy. Uh, you know, I he wants to be young. He wants to play. So that's what mm-hmm. I felt in which the way you're saying it, it does make sense in order for him uh-huh. to continue looking young because you're, you're right. Maurice is 200 years old. The way he looks compared to everybody else, the boy under the mask does not look like a, a, a kid at all. So it would make sense no, for him yeah, to, because a, he wears, right. You posted that, like the whole um, setup. Um, like yeah. The, I don't know makeup. if people noticed that, but the way boy work is his makeup is work though is, the face that he's using is stretched and tied behind his head. Okay. And I, I, I'm surprised that that uh, other people didn't see that that was evident in the movie, but I guess I may, I have not seen the movie as many times as other people have, but that's what it is. He's basically stretching the skin over his face, tying it up in the back. Yeah. Cause at one Freaking. point you get a yeah. shot from behind his head and you kind of see like a little bit of what's under him. You right. Know. It's not, it's not well, an injury. I think like, it's not like he was melting away. That's, he was tying the face, like I said, but you know, um, I don't have the answers for, for certain. That would be uh, the screenwriters who would know that. Yeah. Well, um, your post. one thing I would say though, okay. that um, while we were filming um, and Andy Lick had mentioned this, there was a writer's strike. So the writers couldn't visit the set. Wow. Uh, there was, but however, I do recall there was one day where one of the writers did visit the set, or, or was able to, and it was it was the day that uh, we shot the uh, the storeroom scene with a character called Munchie, who I, I didn't know that, but it was in the script. Um, 
was sitting on to high on top of a unicycle and he does all the filing and management of the files in the underworld. And this yeah. actually, if you watch the um, uh, onset footage that's included with the Blu-ray, yeah. Howie and Fred do, are, are shown walking through that part of the scene. Uh, I did find the actual um, full script segment that's uh, used for it. Yeah. And I don't know if this is in the movie, but they're going along looking through stuff. You'll see in the behind the scenes footage where Howie looks up and he's talking to the character and the character off screen. I have the kid's name here. Yeah, he was sitting on top of this metallic, it was a unicycle and it was covered in, it would look like some kind of tinfoil. It was all very shiny and very tall. And he was riding it from, I mean, it was way, it could have been 10 feet tall. I don't know how he's looking up and uh, well, that, that's yeah, that's did. not yeah. in the movie. Um, there, there's nothing of that in the yeah. movie. Well, so the scene ends with um, the way it is in the script is how he's looking through a file or a stack of magazines on the shelf and he finds a Playboy. In the script, uh, it's a, it's it's not a Playboy. It's a magazine called Women in Chains. <laughs> and that? yeah, and how he's like, you know what? I'm going to keep, he said something like, oh, this is, I've seen this before. I'm not interested. And Brian comes up with this idea. Oh, this is what we'll plant, you know. In Ronnie's room. So I don't know if that I can't remember if that. No, that that is movie. that is not in the movie whatsoever. So, you know, like like for instance, yeah. there's there's a part where Maurice and Brian go to this like he kind of looks like a maybe like a cricket or a cockroach, and he uh, has like a lisp, yeah. and he gives them right lists of like uh -huh. things to do. Like, mm -hmm. was there a purpose behind that? If you know as to why why um, why do they have was, to go? Um, cause mayhem mayhem and stuff at people's houses um there is, there is a purpose well there's an overall monster purpose i was looking through one of some of the notes here this is the uh online shooting schedule that was in my files it's dated uh september 9th 1988 and um we filmed a scene uh in the uh schedule is entitled uh, which is the purpose of the little monsters which is entitled we exist to sow the seeds of family discontent and that's basically it. You, they try to make their uh, parents, uh, the monsters try to make the, the, their parents not trust them, their family not trust them. They're uh, basically it. <laughs> so, so then, so, so then they, that uh, means... the, the assignment room is just handing out different, uh, you know, things there. I'm wondering if maybe it's like to get the parents so mad and upset with the kids that right. when the when the boy wants more kids to come down it's easy for the monsters to manipulate the kids to be like, Hey, this place is better, man. There's no rules. No one can tell you what to do. You can cause all the mayhem you want. Just come with me. And uh, yeah, there is, I think it's very inviting it is, at right? first. And, but you ultimately find out that uh, it isn't. So all of those mm -hmm. monsters are actual, not, not, not meaning on the acting side of it, but like right. the monsters were all originally kids. Like, is this a yeah. pleasure island or a Neverland <laughs> type of scenario? I, I think it's more of a Lost Boys situation. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what um, it would be more of a Lost Boys where like, you know, the like right here, Maurice is the Peter Pan and he's like, hey, mm -hmm. come with me, come join me. They keep them long enough, but... In the movie, it looks like Maurice actually does fall for the kid. Yeah, you, you know, you get every to do everything you kind of wanted to do and, and not get in trouble for it. But, you know, there are consequences, I suppose. But, you know, I mean, I was just there to do what I was told. Yeah, <laughs> this was all this was all pl planned out on paper before. Uh, yeah, you know, we were doing it. But, you know, some things I, I thought the kids were really 
terrific because you know they'd come up with some some great i thought they came up with some great stuff um i remember uh you know we we get the kids together and then we'd uh we'd have to get them from you know to the set and we'd go through these it was pretty dark in the cement factories and the hallways and stuff and and uh you know the kids were just really imaginative with what they were uh you know doing with their makeup and stuff and and i also thought like you know how much fun is this like all these these kids for these kids being in this you know this environment and with yeah. all these monsters and all Must these uh, cool man i know i would have been excited like that. let me ask yeah, it was you really, yeah it's cool let me ask you a question about their well you're working with kids how is it with the labor laws and stuff you know with hiring the um, kids how many hours they can work on the set well that's why we had photo doubles who okay. uh who like uh when fred wasn't able to be there uh you know stacy barnhill would fill in for him uh when howie wasn't there um uh bill roberts was howie's main uh photo double so we did we did a number of things i think uh wow you know with them and it was just it was just really rare when bill couldn't make it on a couple of occasions i, I stood in for him and then oh wow. shot so very very rare but um yeah, there's a lot of photo doubles. Okay. Well, what about I like an question on IMDb and and in the the uh, the credits? Because I noticed it in the credits, and then I looked it up on IMDb. In the credits, it says "kids on trial." What oh, was there uh, a trial that's the, that's scene? The, no, that's the that's a montage of shots in which um, the kids are being reprimanded by their parents. We we did the that was oh, towards the end of the Oh, that's shoot. what that is. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the shots of kids getting in trouble and uh, responding. Ma okay, and, makes sense. I yeah. thought there was something where, like, there is an actual, like, court scene in the Little Monsters world. But I guess, no, that, that, that makes, uh, okay, that's no, what that was. No, that was, that was an interesting day. We, you know, we were bringing the kids to the set. But the kids that we used were kids, I think, you know, like the director's kids. Yeah. And uh, and then Darwin Brandis, who was uh, the gaffer's kid. It was very funny. It was The kids were just... The kids were great. It was hysterical. That's cool. <laughs> um, Brandon, I, I don't know if you noticed on the Instagram post, I said, um, wasn't it your dad who was yelling at you when we were filming it? I said, <laughs> I think he said, no, it was Rufus Granger. And Rufus is a, a grip. And uh, he, he, he looked like he could be really gruff, you know, really super nice guys. But, uh, you know, for, I guess from Darwin's perspective, being like 10 years old and having Rufus yell at him was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> very that was funny you know there was now, there was some great stuff with with the with the movie uh there is a scene where like it's right it comes up shortly before the whole flamethrower scene um mm -hmm. there's a part when they when the kids first go down there when it's and they're fighting off all the monsters to get to the boy well when they're going up the stairs you see yeah. all the monsters all mm -hmm. holding bats and like kind of like doing that where they hit their hand with it like as if they're gonna attack them was there a, a deleted scene that where they actually do attack them with the bats no, or that, that shot was just the okay because i was wondering about yeah, um, yeah no no not that I, not that i recall okay because uh, I, I have a so. bunch of like i have notes that i'm like trying to of certain oh, yeah, questions but it seems like most most of them you got like Oh, the staircases. Did you guys, was there only one staircase built and you used different angles or oh, were there, there were separate many, staircases that they went up? Staircases they ran up. inside the cement factory. 
Oh, okay. Um, so it wasn't just one and here's a different directions. angle. Let's shoot. No. no, different staircases, different bridges. That's uh, awesome. Many, many miniatures. We did the, uh, the optical effects. Guys were at the cement factory. And, yeah. Uh, that's the shot I, I did with um, where they just, on the moment they needed me, you know, so I filled in. It was uh, uh, an effect shot with, you know, forced perspective with the miniatures in the background. And the miniatures are all the... Um, you know the sets the the i'm sorry the uh the the monster tower the towers the structures yeah uh things like that um so you know there's a there the, these miniatures they were built on uh, platforms you the, the crew was really cool they had a lot of cool stuff yeah you can move the platforms into different positions and get different angles and then uh i think in the final for the final version richard Beam, greenberg his special effects company added all the fireworks and things you know now, Hope now, that your um, question. <laughs> a lot of stairs, though. Yeah. What? Well, um. The one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. With the. Um, okay. Perfect. You actually posted about this. The karate monsters. There was a yeah. whole thing because it wasn't until you mentioned on your post. So I would like to talk about that in the episode because I noticed as the the little drills pop up to the floor, uh-huh. you actually see a karate gi on the floor just moving i've never noticed that before so they right. actually do fight like what was that deleted um, scene look like well the what happens is is um when they when the kids enter boys room which we filmed on stage seven yeah uh they split up each kid goes down a different aisle brian well i think the first shot is we was with um uh kirsten uh, i forget amber barretto and uh, she has a pen light. She's hidden in her sock. And uh, she, in her aisle, one of the uh, karate kids she defeats. And it's just a matter of, like, getting the light out, pointing it at him. And, he, uh, and then the, the kid disintegrates into clothes. Then Brian does, uh, or Todd, Todd uh, uh, defeats two monsters with a flashlight. But I think during the time uh, that the two monsters actually reform uh, and attack again. And he's able to, uh, I, could be, I could be wrong. Uh, defeat them. And then in the third aisle, which I don't think I wrote about, was um, Fred dove through the way, I think the way it was written was he he dives through the, the toys or something, goes into one of the other aisles, and he's uh, apprehended by Snick, I guess. I'm, I'm sorry, it's been so long. Well, I, I just remember. know there's one, one I can't remember monster. This, but what, what I can tell you is, I thought the karate kids were really cool, and uh, I, I, I was kind of, it's kind of a bummer that, you know, you you know, you film the movie, but you don't get to see really see your stuff. But yeah, you know, they really had some. Uh, these kids were really athletic. They had one girl, a character called Upside Down. Her whole her whole thing was walking on her hands. What the hell? You know, with her <laughs> head with her head turned backwards. Yeah, there was production art for it and everything. They hired her for uh, The Exorcist later. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a character called Upside Down. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, and she'd be in the uh, the holding room doing handstands, walking on her hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, now, I, I don't recall her name. It's on the list here, but because uh, you see, you see the Karate Kids pop out of the Jack in a Box when they're gonna yeah. start fighting, but then yeah. you don't see them actually attack the kids. And then when they go back, when they're all wearing all the lights, yeah. you see them pop up again from, and it's four of them on in the Jack in a Box. But again, yeah. you don't see them attack or anything, and then. That's when you see um, was it? Boys he, guards, yeah. He plays Buzz from um, 
from he was in home alone i forget oh uh devin right Rat- devin retray yeah retray yeah he you know he has you see him carry like the the right. car are they car batteries or or is um, are, were those yeah, batteries I, I think so the art the, okay because so. i'm like I, i'm like car Remember batteries are heavy <laughs> You know. um, um yeah they are heavy yeah that's why when i saw him carrying that i was like and i, I was telling my girlfriend I'm like nah those are those batteries that they use for like the little you know those like kids power wheels atvs because right. he's like no those are car batteries yeah, there's no way he could carry all of them i'm like nah even no to way. this day even to this day they're still that heavy hell and yeah they're, they're very heavy and he carried yeah. like it looked like six of them yeah <laughs> i was like wow yeah, well his his he was so well cast you know i I he really was a great bully humor when I, you know, when I, when I see him, you know, on screen and while we were doing, it, it was, he was terrific. I remember yeah. uh, on my birthday, uh, he and the kids had a, had a birthday cake for me inside the motorhome, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's I don't think cool. anybody yeah. cares. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> oh, awesome. wow. hey, that's, cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's cool memory cool. right there. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, uh, the battery scene, we filmed that in boys room at the, at the, at uh, the studio yeah uh, towards the end and uh yeah that's pretty cool that's awesome now those flying little things that are in like the sky remember at one point maurice he puts his hand up and he stops him like are those anything specific like those yes weird- i was gonna ask about um, that that's that a graphic right right yeah, that's yeah. interesting um i remember when we were filming that the kids were actually we were actually that set was actually built very high we were at the cement factory and this th- that particular set of stairs did lead to nowhere but there was a platform on top mm-hmm. and and then above that i don't know what it was built on but there was another platform uh which uh grips stood on and the kids you know there were it's interesting looking at this because there weren't any uh railings they were really oh, wow. up there like 15 20 feet not that's kidding. scary looking not down kidding. man it was high <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there, it, it was safe. Don't get me wrong. But but looking back, I'm like, wow, still. So <laughs> yeah, when the kids, I, uh, when Howie reaches up like that, I thought I thought nothing of it. Didn't think any of it at the time. Uh, my job at that while we were filming that scene was we were having a bad time with crickets in the oh, cement factory. And I remember <laughs> Ran, I remember Randall telling me to um, we got to do something about these crickets. We got to how do you get rid of these damn things? So I was on like a cricket hunt. Oh something. my god! Like like <laughs> doing whatever I could to uh, toss the work of a PA, the corner, right? Or, you know, did you to, find out? Get did you to find stop, out you know? how to how did you find out how to get rid of the crickets? No, I never did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never did. Oh, uh, that, that's what uh, they it had is. to. They may have had to. That uh, explains the cricket sound in the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So with the kids, they get to the top of the stairs there with that scene. They reach up and then the grips pull them up to the next level. Yeah. Uh, which yeah now was it was pretty cgi <laughs> how come he can't it, it like it, it makes it seem like he's never gonna see maurice again Where like that this is the final goodbye now was it because if brian continued to go down there he would transform right. into a monster okay yeah. but that's but maurice couldn't visit him I have, anymore? No, I have nothing to back that up but that's just a belief yes okay and then why do you know why maurice couldn't visit him anymore like it was kind of like a farewell goodbye uh yeah, i don't know okay yeah, that's I'm that's how i felt dis- disappoint you that that's how i felt maurice was like man that's later say later i'm go on to the well i world. think uh I, I think it would have to do um 
with the fact that uh, the subplot is Brian's parents getting a divorce and Maurice likes Brian. Maurice, yeah. the job of a monster is to cause family discord and he doesn't want to do that. Ah, uh, uh, that's, 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 that, that, that's when a, a family divorce was uh, getting high there in the 80s and <laughs> late 80s. Because yeah. a lot of stories were like that. Parents were getting divorced, yeah. seriously. And then it hit really high in the 90s, so. Yeah. I do recall, you know, there was, I mean, it, uh, I watched it the other day. I, I, I still am like, yeah, there's a lot of swearing in the movie. Oh, uh, hell we didn't yeah. really think about that. There was one scene um, where one yeah. of the monsters tells <laughs> um, Brian, you have a nice ass. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was a, uh, yeah. Um, right. I heard thing, that. Was like, did he? And I rewinded. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, she did say that. You, I can tell you about that. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that was the line that was actually said on the set. I don't, I don't think it was because I don't remember anything really? like that. I, I just it watched been, it uh, 24 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so her name was, uh, her character has a name. Her name is Pinhead. Yes. Oh and, yeah, because uh, she's pulling the pins out of her head, yeah. Exactly, Pinhead. and so uh, that was a specific shot where um, it was like we filmed, it's like second week of, middle of September. Yeah. Uh, 88 and um, yeah, I think yeah, Maurice pulls was, down uh, his yeah Maurice pulls down yeah. his pants and then she, right. Pinhead tells oh we have a nice oh yeah ass. we had the special effects guys with the long arms come in for that <laughs> that was um, awesome so for that um, I remember bringing her to the set and we talked about uh, you know you talk about like you know where did you come from what's your character what's your character's deal and you know she had these pins that were like. Were they going into her brain or something? I don't know. She's like, it was, but, but obviously I think it was that her character was just obsessed with uh, knitting Pins. or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, she's just a cute little girl. She just uh, didn't, you know, she did exactly what she was told to do. It was, you know, as, as far as filming goes, perfect. Um, we, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I think her name was uh, Amy Plaskett. She's a local in uh, Wilmington. Uh, I do have a behind the scenes photo of her and Howie that I'll be sharing in a couple of days. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I, I didn't think anything of it at the time. It, it was great. You know, I think a lot of the kids were, it is a little bit overwhelming, but it's a lot, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, uh, that's. And you could tell. I, it's like, remember about well, that. Well, I think, I think it's, look, I mean, it's the 80s, it's the tail end of the 80s, the 90s mm -hmm. are are coming, you know, are, it's just, I just watched, like you said, watching these kids growing up in Hollywood and doing these movies with these right. amazing characters and directors. I mean, wow, it's a dream come true. And then doing yeah. a monster movie, you know, hey, it's, it's. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it was great. Fred uh, autographed a photo for her. She was so excited. I mean, oh. we had photos <laughs> in the, um, I think we had photos in the production office in a box. Do and, you have uh, a. He signed one for her and she. Nice. I don't know. You know, do you kids, have a lot? Kids are really excited about that. Sorry. Do you yeah. have a lot of memorabilia, like posters, the original posters um, from the '80s, from that? You know, do you I have... had Snick's hand, what? Uh, oh, his glove spiked hand. That's cool. Um, you know, I thought it was at my mom's house. I remember looking for it a while ago. I didn't find it. it uh, things get lost. Um, now, so did they gave that to you? They gave know. it to you, or you just uh, say no one's looking? I'm just gonna take some. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was it's all burned, and uh, oh. it was after Snick oh. was uh, torched. Yeah, and uh, the special effects guys were like getting rid of stuff, 
So there's like yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of awesome. cool because it had like a glove on it, but it was all burned. Yeah, just yeah, it was part. It was kind of played singed, by the great. I was like, hey, man, Snake's hand. It's and like they, played I, by the great Rick Ducum. You know, it's never, I never, uh, yeah, yeah. I just, um, I don't know what happened to it. Uh, I remember uh, Fred gave me some of the comic books that were on the set. I may still have those. I don't know. Oh, let me cool. ask you about uh, let me ask you about Frank Whaley. Yeah. Yeah. How is it? Did you get to you know kind of just brush elbows with when, him for when a while? Frank chat? first arrived? We didn't. Uh, oh, sorry, I was talking over you. Um, when Frank, I was told uh, uh, by one of the other production people that his I think his father had recently passed away. Oh, oh damn! So he was understandably in a yeah you know. Um, Wow, that's hard. Uh, yeah, he, he was understandably, uh, you know, sort of bummed out. Grieving, yeah, he's uh, grieving. The best of moods. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was very quiet. Uh, I just, you know, I just had to uh, make sure he got to the right spots on time, and I didn't really talk to him. He wasn't very, which, uh, which I mentioned um, today in a post, which uh, he was very quiet, and. Um, didn't we did, he did not much talking because he, he was really just really interested in channeling and uh and just the, the, boy, boy. Being the boy so but he's, he, my he, whole experience with it was it was being at the makeup trailer uh going from there you know bringing him to the set and um and he he was just 100 percent all on about uh being boy and um so i you know i remember thinking um we did a really, the camera crew did a really cool shot where, um, I don't remember if it, I think it was a, uh, yeah, it was a steady cam shot. And uh, Frank Waldeck was the steady cam operator. And they, that's the shot where uh, they're standing in front of Frank and, and the camera goes around the back of his head. Oh yeah, and, I like that shot. Uh, yeah, it was a one, I, guess, I just, I don't remember. I it was, was a one shot, yeah, yeah, one steady cam and it goes and it's going around and then you see the back that's when head. you see the back of that's the when head. you yeah that's when you see that he stretches the face yeah that he's using so he really was standing at the top of uh really the staircase it's wow. not you know right because yeah, that looks stairs. like it's a big old sound stage where oh totally little uh, monsters yeah. was made today majority of that or probably like a good percentage of that would be would all... be all cg oh that reminds me uh i was looking at a photo of the set uh earlier and um because i had taken some photos prior to the set being uh prior to striking the set yeah and um one of your co-hosts on the prior podcast mentioned something about my favorite monster okay right well as it turns out that actual toy is one of the toys that's on the uh shelf in boys room it's the my favorite football monster Oh, oh! Apparently, pe- uh, it was one of boys' uh, favorite toys or something. My, my, yeah, it. there you go. My pet monster. You're talking yeah, about my the pet, my, my pet. Okay. My pet foot. This was this one called my pet football monster. Yeah, they had like the different renditions, and they had a football version. Because I have the the first one that they released. I actually still have <laughs> that one in which I lost the chains. But they did like about three or four other ones, and one was a football player. Looking yeah. my pet monster one, so it was. It's actually in the movie. There's one of those. That's cool. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the actual movie, but it's it's in one of my it's photos like, of the set on the shelf. It should yeah. be probably there. That's that's cool. <laughs> it's <hanging from> so. <laughs> um, and then uh, for me, uh, the last question that I had. Uh, now I can't even. Let's see. I'm sorry. 
Oh, and Howie no, and actually, Fred were pranksters, but I'll explain. No, that later. that's actually actually no. <laughs> I I realized because I jumped around on questions, but I feel like I got all everything that like from my notes. So if anything, uh, oh yeah, there we go. Now I remember. Um, you mentioned the story about someone uh breaking their ankle during that baby scene. Oh right. Um, yeah. Well, there's two characters Ooh. in that particular scene. We filmed it. Uh, let's see if I can explain this the right way. We filmed the monsters. Uh, we filmed the, the scene around the um, uh, crib at the studio before we seen filmed the kids walking up to it from the stairs yeah. down right. below. Um, and one of the kids walking down uh, sprained her ankle on the stairs. And oh, Ginny uh, or Ashley Broadfoot, which I... I think was their name and they played their characters names were Vixen, both Vixen one and Vixen two. Yeah. And, um, which reminds me, there's a couple things in the audio commentary. I haven't listened to the whole one on the Blu-ray, but, uh, boy, I sure would love to, love to set some things right. Uh, but that's another thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, she, she hurt herself. It was, um, it was not fun. Oh. Uh, we had one of the, transportation guys take her and me to the hospital and uh and it was ultimately a sprained ankle i think it was, it was a sprained ankle she, she was okay so you know it's you don't like to see anybody get hurt and that was the yeah, only time the kids were terrific that was the only time i mean there was one or two kids that would act up every now and then but you know Any, the kids were otherwise just they're fantastic. all good kids they're all yeah, good kids. i was i felt really bad you know you want to see somebody get hurt and, of course and we're doing this awesome thing you know fun yeah um, so i think she, I, I felt like i think she came back a couple days later uh very excited to do that so yeah so how, how long were you on the set so you were there from to uh, begin from the august into october of final a final filming final i'm sorry a final film like the end of the final filming of the project um, or well yeah it was the middle of october uh, we went back to, uh, let's see, I guess I can explain it this way. We did, uh, there was filming at the, at the studio in the first couple of weeks of October. Uh, first week I wasn't, uh, there for, I was still working. I was working on other stuff and, and getting down to North Carolina. Uh, I mean, it was like a couple of days before I actually went to the, to the set, but around the eighth or the ninth, um, we were doing locations, which is where, uh, we did the bus scenes, uh, the scene with uh, the kids walking on the wall, which I thought were really great. Nice. Really well photographed. I think Dick Pope, the cinematographer, was the nicest guy. Towards the end of the movie, uh, I said, you know, I was using this movie to sort of figure out where I, what I wanted to do in terms of working on a crew. Yeah. And, he, and Dick said to me, you know, I wish, you'd have I wish you'd have told me beforehand that you were thinking of being a camera assistant. And that, uh, and nice. I'm like, oh, man, I regret That's that awesome. because... Uh, Dick Bush was just a super nice guy. Yeah. Right. He, he didn't use a camera operator. He did all that himself. He had his That's first awesome. assistant. Uh, Joe D'Alessandro was the first assistant. And um, Joe is a, I, I haven't spoken to him in years, not since maybe after I was working on Ninja Turtles. It's been, it's been a long time, but Joe is a super nice guy. The first assistant. In fact, his wife actually helped me uh, co-sign to get a telephone when I moved into an apartment. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. So, um, yeah, just That's cool, Joe man. is uh, terrific. And it was great 
seeing him in the behind the scenes footage and seeing everybody and how did you, know, you he, he uh, got really featured there's only like a brief shot of me but uh, uh he got really uh he's you know if when you're when you're sitting next to the camera there's a good chance somebody's gonna film you I right, suppose. Right, right. but dick bush was a super nice guy um what was it oh yeah so we were filming out we did the exterior shots um there was some issues uh with the line producer jack grossberg there was some the person who hired me liz ryan i really liked her it's terrific awesome I, I really liked um you know how gung-ho and uh you know she was very very regimented and she had it all down it was, it was great it's very admirable and i was really bummed out when she got replaced like a couple weeks into filming it really it was kind of a bummer you know i mean the i think some of the crew uh you know they wore black bands they about black armbands they kind of wow. they really liked liz uh yeah. harry bring replaced her harry's one of the funniest guys ever uh really nice guy uh, i'm sure i'm sure he thought i was a complete idiot <laughs> we, we went golfing once and i and i think i i i just was just like the worst golfer oh my god he made note of it on the call sheet about how he was he made he made fun harry's made fun of everybody um, yeah and his big thing was pink we had one day i think where everybody had to try and wear pink on the set <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh, let me ask you did you guys eat a lot of doritos there was a lot of doritos <laughs> in the set uh that was props <laughs> yeah uh, no no Doritos sponsorship uh, are you I, serious I, I, I that was about that. Uh, oh, yeah, I, like I saw the, I saw the Dorito um, chip. Uh, as it, the, it, yeah. should, it should be sponsored by peanut butter and onion sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, right, right. I, I would could say though. So we, we filmed the exterior stuff and went back to the studio. Oh, you know, we did some cool things, and some of the scenes were really filmed in someone's house. Uh, we filmed the uh, the scene where Howie pisses in the apple juice. That wasn't filmed in the studio. We did really. That somewhere. That's an we actual that house. We did that at a house. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we the the crew removed the grips. They, they they removed the back of the refrigerator, and we filmed yeah. through the refrigerator. That's awesome. In wow. the kitchen. Uh, that, that's freaking cool. Yeah. Who some of thought? the scene this the scene where Howie bends the golf club over his head. Yeah. That was, that was filmed in another house. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually um, cool. So yeah, there's, there's moments of, where it's in an actual house, set, not a set. Actual house. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I, like uh, that. I remember one time we filmed at this one house where I don't know. I, I had a really, I had a request to. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting so long to the point, but we were filming a scene with. Uh, I think that they looked at the footage and they realized they needed an insert scene with um, uh, with Todd uh, at night. I think who's like rolls out of his sleeping bag or something. Yeah, we, he falls out. We had to match the scene in the studio with what we had filmed, with what they'd filmed. Uh, in the backyard of someone's house. So I was asked to go to the house to go collect leaves from the backyard uh, <laughs> to bring them back to the studio. So they'd match the the type of leaves that were, that was one of the stranger requests. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little uncomfortable going to someone's house and asking if you can like, excuse take me. <laughs> their leaves from the backyard. They're like, what? Super weird, but that's the kind of thing you remember, right? Yeah. Um, so to, sh to try to sum things up shortly, yeah. We did the cement factory from May, the beginning of September, maybe the first week of September, until uh, just like middle of August. Uh, and then um, the main crew, we had our wrap party, I think, on October 14th. I remember uh, the invitation. It was on a, I think we, it was, it was on like a, a, a boat 
in the harbor in Wilmington. It was really cool. We had a fun time. Um, but then I think the Opticals did another week or two uh, um, back at the cement factory. And I remember going back there for a day or two and I didn't want to piss Jack Grossberg off by, uh, you know, if, if, if Guy Ramsden didn't officially hire me, I wasn't going to be there. But I did go out to check it out, and I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, I figure you know, unless I'm officially hired on that part of the movie, I better stay away. So, you know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he was a good. I mean, guy. I remember calling him, talk to him, talking to him on the phone. He, he, you know, the miniatures that he did for the film, I thought were just, uh, you know, terrific really really good I was very impressed and and i think at that time i was getting interested in maybe doing that kind of stuff so sorry well, based on the comments no based on the comments a lot of us didn't know there was miniatures on this film so that was actually pretty really? cool to know oh, yeah, yeah. guy guy did all the uh, all the miniatures he also did every time you see howie and fred or any monster uh going through the floor that was all done that was all optical shots locked off cameras filmed cool. at the cement factory and it still looks so, cool. It doesn't look yeah. bad. Like, you know, like some movies yeah. you could watch now and you're like, oh, oh it yeah. needs a little help. <laughs> you know, sure. here, the, I mean, especially the prosthetics, the creature effects, like, you know, more so for uh, his makeup, Maurice's makeup. Uh, yeah. They look great. The boy, like Snick, you know, it's like, yeah. minus the little wig, like you could tell from the wig where his head kind of moved because the um, wig. Yeah, Other I, than I that, everything looks a great. Yeah, that's just something... You know, there's you can't. There was no CGI then. It's just something you can't. Uh, yeah. Go but back I feel and it. There's, sure they would have. There's more. Like there's. There, I don't know. Something makes it more special when you when you look back at these films and they're not just relying on a on a computer to create. Oh stuff. yeah, it was. Um, except for the miniatures, forced perspective, and the um, and the extra elements that. Uh, exactly. Greenberg so they added. Um, that was all set. I mean, you could yeah. walk into the, you could walk into the cement factory, and there you are. You know, yeah. the the pinball room, the dining room, the dining and room table great. did. There was a moment where something caught fire on the dining room table. I had to run and put it out. Oh yeah, it said something candle. there is on IMDb that you guys had to shut down production for a little bit because there was an actual fire on set. Um, you know, I, well, that's that's different. I think we're you're talking about something different. Um, What's, uh, uh, what I was on... talking about was incredibly minor, just something oh, okay. on the table. What happened is um, early in the production, the production office in Wilmington caught fire and uh, a number of things were lost. Yeah. But, but I wasn't, I, I actually wasn't in Wilmington when that happened. That was all before I got there. And, but when I, when I did get to the studio, they were, they were already moving things into the production office at the studio yeah. So there were stages, there were offices along stage seven. And I remember helping uh, Carol, I forget her name. She was the production artist. She had this incredible portrait of, uh, of Maurice that's hanging in her office. And I was like, wow, man, that's, well, I didn't say it that way. I didn't say, wow, yeah. man. <laughs> I was like, that is really incredible work. Um, yeah. The, all the artwork they moved in and um, redid stuff. Paul Peters was the production designer. Yeah, and it was it was neat seeing, uh, you know, what he was doing. But like, you know, I, I didn't actively talk to a lot of people. I was really there to shut up and do what I was told. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I must say that again. 
That's cool. All right. Well, we're we're coming up to our hour mark of of our interview here. Oh, and I hope I didn't. Sorry if I went too long. No, 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 no. That's usually as yeah. oh, our episodes tend to go that length. Uh, before we go, you had you kind of mentioned so a quick rundown of films that you actually got to that you worked on, if you could. Um. Well, after Little Monsters, I, I did the Music Box, uh, Jessica Lange film in Chicago. Um, did I do what did I do after the Music Box? Uh, I think then I came back to Wilmington for I was uh, uh, I trained as a camera assistant on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Yeah, that one. That's uh, awesome. I did the second <laughs> unit, and one of the coolest things ever was working for Terry Leonard, and uh, you know taking orders from Terry Leonard is like one of the that's. <laughs> I thought that was cool as shit. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, he, to me, he's like, look at Terry Leonard's filmography and you know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Like he was the dude. He had stories about working on Apocalypse Now and Raiders and stuff. And I was just like, you know, he's like, he'd be like, Steve, go to this. Steve, do that. And I'm like, boom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, <laughs> You're right. like, yep. Um, but yeah, I, um, I was just a lowly uh, camera trainee uh, on Ninja Turtles. And, and that was a fun time. Um, Chip Hackler was the second assistant and uh, Chip put up with me. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I did some really stupid shit. <laughs> That's some, but you know, he was great. Um, after that, I, uh, uh, God, what else did I do? I was, uh, I was on Billy Bathgate for a while. Uh, the Bruce Willis movie, it was an office production assistant. Uh, yeah, Billy did, Bathgate, um, Miracle on 34th street. Yeah, but it says that was, that was very though. short. Sorry, it says uncredited. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess it is uncredited. I don't know. There's some things on my IMDb that are there that I didn't do. I mean, oh really? Like, somebody has me like I'm listed as a Star Trek Federation video game thing. I didn't do that. Yeah, you, you're the um, you're the assistant quality assurance lead. Yeah, I don't assure quality except when I'm a production assistant or <laughs> working camera. And then uh, see that you, I did not. You mentioned Rookie of the Year, Rookie right. of the Year, but it's not listed on here. Um, it's not? Oh. But yeah, on, was, your, uh, on your uh, I Instagram, the... it lists Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why it's not on, I don't know. They, they they do things that are just inexplicable to me. But yeah, I did uh, some time on Rookie of the Year. It was really cool because all the stuff I filmed was at... Um, uh, Wrigley Field. So to be able to be on the Wrigley Field, I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah. Incredible. Like to me, it was like, I remember my friend Lou Feldman and uh, another one of my friends at the time was like, we got to visit Steve. He's working at Wrigley Field. And and to be able to just like have Lou come on the set and, uh, you know, walk around, which was really cool. But we also got to use the, the visiting team's dugout. And oh, the, that's uh, cool. And the holding room was the visiting team's um uh, you know, the, uh, what do you, what, the, the locker, the locker room. So just walking around in the tunnels at Wrigley Field was to me, that was the most uh, memorable thing. Um, so, you know, we did, it was cool. You know, this, the scene that we, maybe I can explain one scene. We did, um, we did the scene where uh, I was actually in, playing an expo at the time in the game. <laughs> and cool. the shot was where Henry Rorengardner uses his arm ability for the first time and way out in center field, they had a giant slingshot that I was held by a couple of grips and then somebody else in the middle of it. And they slingshot the ball 
and I think it it's ultimately a special effect in the movie, but I remember this, like it was like a giant rubber band type thing. So they tried to go practical? Sling. Yeah. Oh, because like, yeah, in the film, they, they do, it ends up being like CG. You could tell the, yeah. the baseball flies and it's all come. Well, like, I'll tell you this. It didn't, the shots that we, it didn't work and, and Daniel Stern was not happy about it. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, they were, I, we were filming, uh, I think the camera was somewhere around the mound and it was not going right. He was not happy. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, you know, but it, it happens, you know, you give it your best shot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, again, my job was just to sit back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it was cool. We did we did days. I don't know if you maybe this isn't apparent in the movie, but we, they they didn't go to other stadiums. What they did was they put in false backgrounds at Wrigley. So when Pedro Guerrero cool. and Bobby Bonds and I think there was another player show up. Man, being these guys, those guys were, those guys are huge. Yeah. Like, like you look at me and I'm like, I'm at the time, I'm like a beanpole. These guys were huge. <laughs> um, yeah. So the back, the, it was shot with, uh, I think, um, a certain type of lens that sort of compresses uh, the scene and, and it was a fake background, but it was shot at Wrigley. There's yeah. That, that's freaking uh, cool. That's awesome to hear behind the scenes stuff yeah i mean <laughs> other, of course other than that it's a lot of waiting around i mean when we I had we were extras in the in the uh, field for um uh you know we, we'd move extras around they were you know from spot to spot in the stadium and yeah uh it got really cold out there because this was the beginning of november oh so, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah i bet <laughs> but it was that... cool sitting out there in the bleachers uh you know i can't beat that from you know wrigley field sorry i'm t- talking so much guys no that's all right man uh, so it's like for me, it's like that's cool that you you were you got to be a part of like history. Like I'll list off three oh. big movies of my childhood and many people's childhoods where you listed freaking Little Monsters, uh, Secret that's of cool. the Ooze, and Rookie yeah. of the Year. Like three movies that those I grew up with and I watched many times, and oh, I wasn't awesome. the only one to know that that you were a part of that. Like that to me, that's just awesome. Like I know you say. Like when you right in the beginning of Little Monsters, you pointed out that like I was just like a a, a small guy in the you know production assistant. Right. Like I wasn't a big time, but for me, it's like it, it doesn't matter. Like just knowing that, dude, you were there, you were a part of it. It didn't matter that you know, okay, you 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 weren't like no, you know, Fred Savage. Like you weren't one of the stars. Like just being there, that's cool. And hearing these stories is amazing. Yeah, and then you know, if you want to hear about Rookie of the Year. Uh, our friends over at Ruining Our Childhood, their latest episode, episode 69. Woohoo! 69. Right? I love it. 69. If you want to listen to a review on that, or better yet, if you want to know if that movie ruins your childhood, check out their latest episode, episode 69. Uh, they are doing Rookie of the Year, and it's cool that we're talking about Rookie of the Year. So, yeah, so head on over there. Uh, it's it's up there, so check it out. Let's go. What a, go over there right now. There was, I'll tell you this. There were some days working on Little Monsters where the first word out of my mouth was shit in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake up, and the first thing I'd say was, because I, I had to, I had to be at the cement factory like like cardinal rule number one as a, as a production assistant never be late yeah, yeah and the cement factory was kind of a hike you know outside Wilmington and uh, I had to be there you know like first people there in the morning opening that place up and 
How was uh, traffic back in? How was traffic back in '88? That was then? not a problem. <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think it was a problem. It was to me the cement factory was pretty remote, I suppose. Right. But I, but I love the whole. Pro I love I love being on a movie set where everything is very active and busy and it's very electric. You know. I will say one thing though about Ninja Turtles two that I've tried to tell other people, but and and I've never seen this before. But we filmed a teaser trailer. Uh, I was on second unit for the movie, and we we filmed a shot where in the uh, laboratory where the the one of the canisters flies through the air and it's caught by Shredder's hand. Yeah, and we we did it over and over again, trying trying to get the flip right. And uh, it was in, and, and it's even listed in the um, on the call sheet as a uh, you know teaser trailer shot. Huh. I've never seen it. Don't That's know what crazy. happened. I mean, it was it was my job. One, I mean. I, part part of being a camera assistant uh, is, you know, you take the film at the end of the day after, uh, in this case, Chip took it out of the camera and then I'd, uh, you know, wait for it to get it to the, uh, uh, you know, to the developers. They'd come and pick it up like FedEx or something. And I remember, yeah. so I'd, you know, there were nights where I'd sit in the back of the camera truck with the cans of film thinking, dear Lord, if anything happened to this film. This is this is it. This is like the whole day is gone. This is the negative. <laughs> so I had to be super careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I wanted to mention that teaser trailer because we put in time on that and I've never seen it. That's crazy. I don't I don't, I don't even think it. remember. I've only I only remember a teaser for the first film, but I don't remember a teaser film for the second film at all. That's crazy. Hey, that would be a great extra feature if they ever decide right? to. Right, if they ever find it <laughs> for the Blu-ray. All right. Well, I want once again. I, I want to thank you for being oh, on yeah, a part of this podcast, uh, giving us you know some insight, trying to answer some questions about little monsters, giving us a little cool, uh, you know, some stuff about rookie of the year and you know Ninja Turtle Secret of the Use. So so it it, it was great. I'm laughing um, because uh, I, I was. Oh, you know what? I do want to say. Um, so what what I've been doing since the '90s is I've been working as a as a film critic. I'm a member of the Boston Online Film Critics Association, and you can check them out at bofca.com. <laughs> and uh, I remember we did a we did a video conference uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I somebody said or I said nobody ever asks you about Baby's Day Out. <laughs> I'm like, you were on Baby's cool, Day that Out. That was a cool. That was a cool one, but nobody ever asks about Baby's Day Out. Yeah. Hey, no, trust me, I'm on. If if we had time, I would have got in and given you another half hour of baby's day out man damn it like that's so cool because i actually i love that one more so because it connects with my wow. little brother uh i watched that movie a lot uh, wow. growing up because he loved that movie and it was just it was it was a fun film because it was like yeah. it was home alone with the baby that's basically what it was you know yeah i you know patrick reed johnson um terrific terrific guy i, I just thought it was so cool i love doing exterior i love doing like exterior stuff and we did we did the uh, when you're shooting at when you're shooting outside the studio. It's very exciting because other people see what you're doing, and you know it's it's kind of it's it's electric that way. And we did some big scenes at a construction site in downtown Chicago, which I thought were really cool to work on. Um, and uh, Patrick had a movie twelve five twenty five seventy seven that he showed a work print of in uh, Boston a couple of years ago, and I. Uh, I got to uh, meet up with him again and he recognized me. So that was like, yeah. it was a rare circumstance after working on a movie that, you know, you're able to connect with somebody like that. But 
you know, and, and the animatronic baby was pretty cool. Anyway, sorry, guys. No, it's all right. Um, uh, it, it's cool. I'm on Baby's Day Out. It's like it's one of those those other movies because like it's it's based on like you know what I've seen of what you posted. So mm. I mean, if I would have known that, I mean, I would have asked you to start asking you questions about that too. But again, um, I'm thank you for coming on uh, and sharing. You know, just a lot of insight about being on these films, being on these productions. Um, it, it's great. So I want to I want to thank you uh, again for that. And then, uh, like, uh, you know, really quickly, just uh, plug where people can find you right now. Since if you're listening to this episode, um, you're a fan of this, of, of Little Monsters. So if you want more actual photos, you know, he's going to give you some cool links and where to go so you can see this stuff. Yeah, it, well, it's really, I'm posting it all to Instagram at uh, Instagram.com slash Cinema Nitrate. Yeah. So um, I've posted a bunch of stuff. I'll, I'll keep going for a few more days and then periodically after that and I... I hope that people who uh, follow me, be- me because of Little Monsters will be satisfied with the, the stuff that I'm posting. I can't post about it all the time because, you know, other stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's I got some I think some pretty cool stuff. No, it's, yeah. it's pretty interesting, man. Like people people love stories and behind the scenes of movies. Like, trust me, like because we're not there. We don't see this stuff. So yeah. hearing this, seeing it, it's it's amazing. So. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool of, that you're sharing all that stuff. I was I'm a little surprised because I think I I sort of take think certain things as being universally understood about the movie and it's uh, it was always a little strange to me, you know, uh when it's when you know when it's not. So then I I feel like, you know what? I I should better uh speak up and, you know, like I don't want to take too long, but there's one moment in the audio commentary where uh, Jerrica Hahn talks about, you know, Fred's sister, and I'd love to be able to tell him exactly which character was Fred's sister. She actually plays a couple in the movie. There's, I was uh, wondering she, about that because it says she plays a monster, but I, um, I, well, yeah, I wouldn't know. She, I don't know what she looks like. So the name I of her even monster know. is uh, the name of her monster is Stretchface. Uh, and then she also, she, she kind of, it's this kid that has her finger stuck to her face by stretching it out. Uh, oh. She's also, we also did a scene with her at the cement factory where, okay, so Fred and Howie are walking towards the uh, stairs and there's these two girl monsters kind of like bobbing back and forth. Yeah. On the steps. Oh yeah. Kyle, They're like going to, you know. Right. Kyle is the says- monster closest to the screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's her. And she also plays a monster with a teddy bear on her back, walking through the uh, pinball room. Oh, that's cool. Now, my, that so, one probably I have to watch. But yeah, like the main one with the the two kids bobbing back and forth because when Maurice introduced. Uh, yeah, him. yeah, that's uh, that's Kala. And that's cool. uh, I think you see her in the in the behind the scenes footage. You'll see her going up those stairs. We had her, you know, periodically we'd have the kids running along stairs and bridges yeah. and stuff. So. I'm yeah. sorry I talk so much. No, it's all right. <laughs> and then like the I'll just say this last thing. Um yeah, I wish we would know what that the the girl when 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 Ben um no, what is it? Is it um when he gets pantsed um and then that's when you know, it's it's obviously you could tell it's ADR because she does say nice ass, but you could clearly hear that it's not it's not matching it's not coming from that character so yeah. like I'm, I'm wondering what she originally said but that's cool to know that something um, else was said and then after the fact they added something else you there, know there so. wasn't as far as i recall there wasn't anything in the script uh i i i don't recall yeah that's why i like i, I mean I, I think you're like, maybe, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking over you. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's just one of those things that we'll never know. It's just like a mystery. They added I something. Think, um, Maybe that's why. Yeah, I, I think she was just laughing at him. Yeah, and, uh, and then they're like, no, let's put something, you know, and he gets all embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the other thing that gets me is when you're watching the baseball scene and the catcher gives the pitcher the middle finger. What? I don't even catch that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the sign from the catcher. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't even and, know uh, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, years later, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, they say the word shit a lot in that movie. So they curse a lot. Yeah. They break the shit. Yeah. <laughs> that right. was fun. All wow. right. Well, there we Good go. Effect, sir. No, no, no. It's cool. All right. Well, there we go. We've had an amazing time, you know, traveling back to 1989, you know, 89 to talk about one of the great cult films of our childhood, Little Monsters. We got to learn a lot of stuff, you know, learn the production side of the film, uh, learning about the, you know, the boy and all these little monster kids knowing that they actually had character names. But I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back <laughs> to the future. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.